We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. The Schlupp goal was a bailout. Like, that, I got lucky. Everyone that played him got lucky that he got bailed out with a goal. I mean, you could say that, yes, he does have goal equity, but, I mean, what is his goal scoring odds? What, 28% or something like that? I don't even know if they were that high. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. This podcast is sponsored by Starting Eleven, the only daily fantasy soccer game that allows you to make up to three substitutions during live play. Today is Monday, August 13th. I am joined by Jordan Cooper, who is actually at an airport right now. Jordan, stuck in New York, huh? Yeah, stuck in LaGuardia with the rain or whatever. LaGuardia is a crappy airport to begin with. So I shouldn't have expected that my, my flight out of here would have went swimmingly. But now that I have a, uh, an eight-hour delay in between flights, I uh, figured, why not record a podcast? Yeah. What else would we would you do in the middle of an airport? Um, for those who uh, are not on the east coast of the U.S., um, people are basically making arcs because it's so there's so much rain today. So I think that's why you're, you're stuck there. 
as we usually do on Mondays, we are going to talk about the uh, Saturday main slip Premier League slate and how we did um, in our various DFS games. Jordan, um, your lineup was my lineup, other than one player, uh, at 9.57 Eastern. And at 9.58, uh, it turned into a 3v3, and you finished 20 points ahead of me. Well, that's what happens when you tinker. Don't tinker. Um, I'm not sure I was necessarily tinkering uh, because it was a you know I it was a decision that I would, was thinking about for quite a while, but um, we can get into that in a little bit because I'm I'm not I'm still not quite ready to discuss the Jeff Schlupp bailout goal, but that is the that was the change that I made. Um, but we saw Willian get the start for Chelsea, and that kind of threw and no Fabregas. We got this the Sesklis Willian, uh, and I see that you went that direction. I mean, we both went there. Um, how, where did you build? Because we kind of made, had this conversation on uh, last week on Wednesday that it was either going to be Willian or Frazier, and you, you and I played both of them. So what made you end up playing both of those guys? Well, I thought it would be Willian or Frazier based on the fact that Sesk would be in. So I'd be more inclined to play Sesk in a midfield spot for only 7,600 versus Willian's 10.1k salary mm-hmm. but once you plug in William in the forward spot and obviously guilty Sigurdsson who actually had the worst out of all the all the chalk plays uh because of a, a red card yep. the he got the Hudson Adoy treatment that we were expecting without Hudson Adoy being in <laughs> right so somebody had to get it and it was going to be guilty Sigurdsson right but I mean he was high he was extremely high owned in cash yep uh I figured uh, I was looking through going, is there a way to fade Chelsea completely mm-hmm. and it being optimal? I mean, obviously viable. But my other thought would be is that if I don't play Willian, is Pedro cash viable? Yeah. But with but with Willian on, like Pedro gets no set pieces. I mean, Pedro is Pedro. I mean, he's what he is. I mean, I think he's still underpriced at 6,600, but I see Andros Townsend at 7,200 going well i'd still rather have townsend agreed so so my thought process was if i don't play willian i'm gonna go sigurdsson townsend in my forward spots play frazier and then see where i need to go i'm playing holobus in my first defensive spot and then i'm gonna punt down a defender somewhere uh and then i put it all together and i like i have like 1400 in salary left because like my my utility spot is going to be like either sari or matinho or something like that, Milivojevic even, yep, or something like that, something around the, the the high 4Ks, low 5K range. But then I'm stuck. Even when I pay up at goalkeeper, I'm still stuck with like 1K, 1200 in my pocket. Yeah, and I'm like, well, if if I could go from Townsend to Willian, I think that's better. Like I I I have to find the money elsewhere, so I have to pay a little bit more down at at. Uh, at goalkeeper, but I mean, Chelsea were the biggest favorite. Uh, I expected William to be owned, if mm-hmm. not highly owned, in that setup with no Fabregas in. So I prioritized like William also has like the highest upside playing for the biggest favorite. I mean, in, in addition to being on set pieces, he could score and assist. Uh-huh. So my blocking mentality of 
it's more important to get Willian in and figure it out than not play any Chelsea. And that's pretty much what I So I needed to find two midfielders in like the high 4K range mm-hmm. or something like that. And I'm like, well, I was trying to decide between Milivojevic, Matinho, and Sari because Johansson wasn't in. Yep. Uh, so I obviously he gets an upgrade because it's more likely that Sari is going to be on set pieces. Uh, so I did that. So I'm like, oh, well, now I don't even have to make a decision. I'm just going to play two out of those three. Uh, and then playing Matinho over Milivojevic, uh, I was going to play Jeffrey Schlupp as my punt defender. Uh, rather than other, anyone else at like the 3,800-ish range. I'm like, it's an advanced position. What else? I mean, and I'm not playing Towns, so I'm not, I don't have any other Crystal Palace exposure. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't mind having Schlupp without Townsend, without Milivojevic. So that so if I'm playing Schlupp, I'm not playing Milivojevic. I take the two choices I had before, Saria Matinho, and then what, what goalkeeper can I get? Ben Foster. There mm-hmm. you go. Is he against anyone that I'm really playing? No. Because I'm not playing Brighton, done, and I have Frazier in also, which I thought had the highest floor for his price. I thought it was expensive at 8,900, but I still a safe floor rather than like go down to like a Pascal Gross or something like that. Yep, yep. Uh, that's kind of the. I mean the the breakdown was very similar to what I ended up doing. Um, the the Pedro. Um, build basically ended up with one of those 4k guys turning into gross or townsend or there was a third one i can't remember who was who else was in that range but i I was looking at that kind of like i'm pretty sure willian and a a one of one of those guys or you know the 40 ish 4500 guys would be better and like as soon as i basically was able to to get a build that I liked with Willian and Frazier. It was kind of easy to fit everyone else in. Um, I ended up, um, instead of going, or I had uh, Schlupp and Foster in my lineup. Like, that was where I was going. And I ended up with Milivojevic instead of Matinho. Uh, and I went with Milivojevic because I was like, I'm not playing Townsend. Uh, Milivojevic, at least at the end of last season, was taking many more corners than Townsend was. Townsend is obviously the the better um, open play crosser, but uh, it didn't seem like that difference was was that great. And then I was like, am I really going to play Milivojevic and Schlupp as away underdogs when really I thought Townsend and Zaha, like if I'm going to play Crystal Palace, like those are the guys I really at least should have been prioritizing. Like I didn't want to go with multiple Crystal Palace guys, if it, if one of them wasn't Zaha and I wasn't going to play him in cash, he ended up scoring. But like that, I wasn't going to use that. So I ended up changing Schlupp and Foster for Joe Bryan, who was a decent crosser last year for Fulham, and they were home favorites. Uh, and that left me with Pickford, and I thought Pickford do- certainly doesn't have the the win odds that that Foster did. But I thought maybe the I, I basically didn't think. Watford was that good and so I wouldn't have surprised me if Brighton scored I mean Brighton obviously that came at a very low total I liked Foster originally but I thought the the combination of Brian and Pickford would kind of be better than Schlupp and Foster Pickford ended up with a zero um, which obviously that's kind of what I do but like the Schlupp bailout goal just infuriated me both because I was going to play him and in terms of like what he did floor wise I mean, he even got the yellow card. 
So he had a goal and a clean sheet. And without those, he finished with a quarter of a point. So I'm like, well, I made the right call in terms of the defender. But because Schlupp allowed me to like pay up a little bit in goalkeeper, I theoretically could have made that jump. But like, there were just way too many people that had Schlupp for me to make up that ground. And thank God for Pickham. <laughs> well, I mean, you had the same exact consideration. I mean, your your mindset was that you decided on playing Milivojevic over Schlupp, but it's the same type of, like, if I'm not playing Townsend, like, I'm not playing two Crystal Palace players. Right. I'm playing one of those two, but not both of them together. Mm-hmm. And obviously, the Schlupp goal was a bailout. Like, that, I got lucky. Everyone that played him got lucky that he got bailed out with a goal. I mean, you could say that, yes, he does have goal equity, but, I mean, what is his goal scoring odds? What, 28% or something like that? I don't even know if they were that high. Right, but I'm saying it's like you're not playing him. You're playing him at 3,700 to like, please just give me four points. Yep. And I'm and I'm happy. And anything past that is like, well, that's pure luck. And then you also got burned. I mean, as we well, that's why we don't talk about goalkeepers much. Is that we had multiple goalkeepers with win clean sheets. Yeah. Because there were a lot of two nothing games. One night, I mean, like, and that ownership, like 50% plus of the field, had a Foster. Had a Keppa, had had Hennessy, Begovich, I mean, he and Hennessy, put up, yep. right, Begovich are right. I mean, you could have taken four goalkeepers that gotten double digits, and if you didn't take those, you got goalkeepers that got single, low single to negative points. Yeah, and the 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 worst part about it was that everyone with Schlupp had a double digit goalkeeper. Goalkeeper, like there right. there that was the reason to play Schlupp. I mean, not the only, but like. The, the build ended up with, oh, I have money, I'll just pay up a goalkeeper. And so that, that combination just ended me. Ugh. Right, so you ended up, like, I ended up at, like, 106 or something mm-hmm. in cash. And it was a very chalky cash day. So, yeah, I mean, was. like, like the, you needed a higher score. I mean, I did fine in my head. To, I mean, I had a great Saturday uh, besides the, the failure to pivot uh, that uh, I, I didn't do for the, for the late game that I – was planning on doing uh it, fun, it it's a funny story of uh uh going into the late game i had tons of like gpp lineups that were in the low hundreds and i had one that was like at 120 or something and almost all my lineups had guilty cigarettes in it a lot of them had just one spot and it was him in the utility yeah and i looked at obviously the contest and i see a lot of people with 90 pmr 90 pmr some with 180 either around me, above me, and, like, you do the, you look at their lineups, and you almost don't even have to do the salary, like, addition to know that that's Guilty Sigurdsson. That's, yep. They have 6K-ish in that range. Uh, so that whole, like, at 11.30 when the lineups come out uh, for the late game, uh, my first thought is, well, let me take a look at some pivots. So I take a look at that, and I, I revisit, and I'm like, I should probably split my Sigurdsson lineups with Richarlson because that's the, that's the only one I, I can't get Walcott. Yeah. I have 6,400. Some lineups are going to be 6,500. But the next player underneath that is going to be Richarlson. I mean, I'm looking for a high upside guy. So, like, I can't even get a, a, a Wolves. I can't get Jota. I can't get any of those guys. So that was my plan. And then being here in New York City, I ended up bumping into a group of people, uh, after breakfast or whatever and just started to talk 
And by the time our conversation was over and going back to the hotel, it was uh, 1237 uh. And, then, and everything, you know, started and whatever. So I'm like, I was already ahead in a lot of GPP lineups anyway. So it's like, I'm probably cashing in all of these, you know, no matter what. I yep. mean, it's a minimum, if not like 3X or something. So I'm f- fine. Gilfy Sigurdsson's in or whatever. But then, then I watched the game and I'm like, like, great. Not only did Richarlison get 28 points, but Sigurdsson got three and a half. Yeah. And that leverage of the 25 points, I wouldn't have won. At, at one point, I, if I made that switch, I would have been leading the main corner kick, whatever, the 20, not the $20 special, whatever, yep. GPP. Uh, and I would have ended up in like maybe sixth or something. There's like someone with like a Ruben Neves or Charleston lineup or something uh, would have been like up towards the top. Mm-hmm. But I mean, but that's the difference between, you know, you know, I, I, I made a good return on Saturday versus, you know, maybe an extra. It could have been an extra, what, 800 to a thousand bucks on uh, paying more attention to what I was doing here in New York and not my line. I mean, I was doing my lineup on my phone anyway from the hotel but i mean it's not that much different to what i do at home mm-hmm. but i you know seeing the game with richarlison i'm like okay this doesn't hurt my cash lineup uh outside of uh I, I saw that uh some people if you were smart in cash and you were in that position with 90 pmr in your utility and you were under the cash line and had every people above you with 90 pmr like you got bailed out by richarlison yeah but if you didn't do that, then you're not playing DFS correctly. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand. Like, when if you see the lineups, I know in the Slack someone asked, it's like, I didn't realize Richarlison was going to be that high-owned in cash. And it, it's not like it was high-owned, but still you don't expect 20%. Right. Or 22 or whatever. And I said in, in the Slack chat, it's like, no, the, like these are all the Sigurdsson behind owners yep. that, need, that are smart enough that know they need to pivot. Yep. And yeah, 28 points, a 25 point leverage spot, you know, got a bunch of people over the cash line and double ups uh, by not with the not, not having like the not having Schlupp or not having Hennessy. Yeah. Like they had a zero goalkeeper with Schlupp and they still were able to cash. So that's why it's kind of it's very important to, to understand those dynamics of when you're behind. And it's not only for GPP. And I know it seems odd to go into your cash lineup and go. I need to put people that I would never think of putting in a cash lineup. But like, if you don't, you have like very minimal chance of cashing at all. Right. Versus having uh, a good chance of having an even lower score, but at least a 20% chance of cashing versus a 3% chance. Right. Right. Uh, Before we go any further, a quick message from starting 11. Hey there, fantasy players. We've got some news for you. Starting 11 is back for the Premier League season, and it's time to get in on the action. In Starting 11, you can challenge managers from across the world for cash in head-to-heads, 50-50s, and winner-take-all Premier League contests. Download now on iOS and Android at www.starting11.io. That's starting11.io. Make sure to look out for their new mini-league contests, which are launching soon. Remember, on Starting 11, you build an 11-player roster with no salary cap restrictions. Best of all, instead of seeing injuries, substitutions, or poor performance ruin your chance of cashing in, Starting 11 lets you make up to three substitutions to your fantasy squad during live play, just like a real manager. 
So if one of your players is bottling it, you can get him off the pitch. And if a player you don't have is terrorizing the defense, you can get him in your lineup. So head over to www.startingleven.io now to get into the game. All right, did you play tiers at all? With Pick'em that they're now calling tiers? No, I didn't. I did. I, I do not play. I'd rather cry than play tiers. It. I think I might only play tiers from now on. We're going to have to readjust this podcast somehow. It's so are you much just better. getting soft competition? Or are you just getting dumb people playing? Um, or you you think you're actually good at it? I'm not sure yet. That's the problem. Um, That's why you need to use Rotor Tracker to analyze your results. Well, I mean, based on my results, I am good at it. But okay. this sample size is way too small. Okay, so it could just be you're getting lucky. Uh, it could be. It could be. Uh, I'd like you to like think, the way I'm belittling your your like, I'd like, like to think, of course you can't be good. Yeah, of course the, it's the three years of classic. I still think is too small a sample size to say that I'm not that good at it. So, um, but yeah, tears. I I love it. I think it's so much better. Um, but again, I think it's a bit results driven. Um, do you? So, I was uh, talking to somebody about this that like basically. My initial plan was to play Willian in tiers, and I, and uh, I was not going to play him in classic. And then I basically ended up playing. I was going to play Frazier. T- uh, tier one was Will- basically Willian or Frazier, and I had Frazier in because I didn't think Willian was going to play. And then when Willian came in, I switched. I played Willian in classic, and then went over and played him in tiers. Uh, so the Frazier gold was slightly tilting because I missed out on it in tiers, but I had it in cash. Um, if you were to play tiers, like how much? I think the the game is basically the same. Like a, a good cash play in tiers is the same as a good cash play in classic. But it it makes you kind of think of which guys you really like in classic more because then when you're on tiers, you can only have you know theoretically one of those guys like. One of the tiers was like Sigurdsson, Holobus, and somebody, some other cash play. It's like what's interesting about tiers is that it makes you really think about your own classic cash lineups because it makes you realize which guys you like more than others because you don't have to worry about the, the salary. Right. Well, you can't really in tiers do – you can't do stars and scrubs. You can't play I'm going to load up on three big expensive guys right. and then punt and then hope the difference makes up for everything. Like tiers forces, you think tier six is going to be – garbage and you have to pick the best of the garbage it was richarlison uh, this week that wasn't oh in tier six yeah. great so that's so it, but it, de- it depends if you're playing cash versus gpp in my mind from a like a more holistic like long-term dfs strategy you know as you play mm-hmm. is that it, the, the main reason that i don't like like playing on yahoo or now or FanDuel is that like the scoring systems make it so that the players that are good on one side are not good on the other, that you would not be playing them both at the same time, at least in the cash game format. Yep. In GPP, you could play all three and be perfectly fine because you're you're not looking necessarily for floors, but the floor forward and FanDuel are the goal-dependent guys, the guys that would get shots because forwards don't even score any points any other way on FanDuel besides shots on goal. They don't get fouls drawn. They don't get any of that type of stuff. So I find it counterintuitive, even on DraftKings itself, on the two different game formats, to fade someone that I'm playing in. Like, if I'm playing cash, like in Classic, like if I were to play Tears Cash, 
I would go with whatever, you know, I'm now. I, yeah, obviously it's William or Frazier and I, I'm playing both in classic, but in going through the tiers, it's like, I'm going to play, I'm going to play the guys that are going to be the highest owned. Like I'm going to go like William, Gilfie Sigurdsson, you know, like I'm going to go, I'm going to go through. Well, I'd probably play Sigurdsson over Holobus in that tier, but I can understand you play. I mean, they're both viable, mm-hmm. but the whole point is that I'm not going to try to play against myself in that, in the type of payout, the type of contest structure. If I were to play tiers, maybe I would just play GPP. I'd yeah. play four lineups and then I, now I could pick whoever I want. Now I could, now I could say, well, you know, William could still make value and someone else could score three goals. And the guy that scores three three goals, like other outside of the pivots that people made late for Richarlison, you didn't need Richarlison to cash in double ups. Like you didn't you Pedro scored, but you didn't need Pedro in double ups. And a lot of people that had Pedro didn't have William. So like those type of considerations, you don't have to worry so much if you're just going to play GVP in another format on the same type of slate. I just never like, you know, if I'm going to play X amount of dollars worth of volume, let's say I play $1,000 worth of volume, and then I'm not going to play $200 worth of volume on another site that goes against the $1,000 of volume that I'm playing. Right. Like, like I'm quote hedging, but it's like, I might as well just pay $800 of volume on one site and zero on the other. Like at that point, like it's, I'm, I'm betting against myself unless I'm just playing in, gpps on another platform mm-hmm. then then it does make sense i just don't like tears because i don't like tears because i don't know just i'm doing whatever i'm doing in classic and unless, unless you're telling me hey andrew if you're winning the competition must not be that great come on i don't know if it i i will know note that the many of the names that you see in classic are playing tears like i didn't really see guys playing tiers that i didn't see playing classic like i don't think anybody's necessarily okay so 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 that gives a little bit more credence to that maybe like someone like me who i will focus 95 percent of my energy on my classic lineups maybe there's an edge there for like well if i'm playing x amount you know obviously it's going to be lower volume lower liquidity and tiers that you know that lineup you know if you know i spend three minutes on it then so be it that's what it is and you're spending, I don't, I don't know, well, Four until you minutes. change your classic lineup two minutes beforehand, <sighs> you're probably spending all that time on tiers, right? Um, no, that's what's nice about tiers. I think tiers is much easier, in, I, in terms of cash, like cash tiers is much easier after you build a classic cash lineup. Like, the, it's not like somebody who is good in classic cash is not good in tiers cash. And so once you have the foundation of knowing who you want to play in classic, it's not as, I mean, it's almost as easy as just plugging in those same guys in tiers because DraftKings does a good enough job of kind of separating who is in which tier. Obviously you have to decide things like Willian or Frazier, but it's not like you had Willian, Frazier, Sigurdsson, Richarlison all in the same tier. Like they, they did a, I don't know if it'll stay up, but they did a pretty good job of separating out the different tiers or players within the tiers so that I basically could have played nearly my entire cash lineup in in tiers. Right. But I mean, if you're still playing against the same opponents, like then really, what does it matter all that much? Right. Um, Well, you're kind of assuming that everybody else has the same level of edge in classic and tiers. True. I, I guess I guess you're right. 
I don't know. I'm I'm trying to talk. I'm t- I'm trying to talk you off the tears tier, off the ledge, off the cliff. But if you're doing well, I I, I can't argue with that. Yeah. But you're not going to get me to spend time. I mean, any time that I spend on something else, I mean, I still you know I'm using the app and I'm worried at 9:58 that while doing my last lineup that the apple crash so right. <laughs> like i i got i got other consider i got gpp lineups and then like it's five minutes to go i still have three lineups to do and i'm like screw it i'm just gonna just import my cash lineup and just have a double entry just to have because like my my dummy lineup has sesk in it right so it's like i gotta get sesk out of all these lineups at minimum and if the last two lineups look weird or i leave 800 on the table then it's still better than a zero it's mm-hmm. better than nothing I mean, that's when I'm doing it on my phone. If I would, you know, then you got the lineups page, which is a travesty. So, like, even on desktop, it's not all that great, which, uh, which kind of brings me to kind of the reason why I was in New York City mm-hmm. uh, at the at the Fantasy Baseball World Championship uh, weekend, whatever. And uh, some people trolled me or like, you paid five hundred dollars to go to that? Because <laughs> I mean, I didn't qual- I didn't qualify. I didn't. I barely played MLB at all this year. But like I'm posting pictures or whatever, and it's like you paid five hundred because you could pay to go to the event. I had no idea you, not, could, you could pay to yeah, go. Well, who would? Uh, apparently, people do. I was gonna say people but, do, yeah. No, but it's it's friends of people. Still, that's what I that's no. Well, I mean, like like I believe that you get like a plus one. Like if you qualify, if you get into the, one of the one hundred thirty five tickets, mm-hmm. like part of that package is like a plus one. So, like, you could bring a friend or a significant other or whoever. But let's say you have a whole group of people that are like, hey, one five of you, you know, come out and people pay, I guess. Hmm. I, guess may, I guess maybe people pay single. I have no idea. I wouldn't. Maybe some people find value in that. I don't. But I was there as a guest of uh, DraftKings. Uh, it'll be announced at some point this week or something like that. I don't know what I can say, what I can't say. Uh, I mean, I've, some people on Twitter have said something, so I know that I could kind of mention it, but in what regard, I have no clue. But there's going to be like a small group of people, like we all met up, and uh, in the same way that like in players-wise, like as far as like user experience, as feedback, and like kind of like a little like a representative group of people that could could view future things or you know, be able to talk like directly to the people. I know like on this podcast, uh, how, you know, you, the, the, the comment that I make about the analytics, the quote analytics at DraftKings of, you know, like, oh, the blue Lamborghini or the red Ford Escort. They mm-hmm. that, oh, they like blue type of thing. Well, I mean, like, like talking to the person that literally is in charge of that and being able to, uh, to complain, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> Right, to say this is what it comes across as, this is whatever, and then being able to get information of, like, why they do certain things, issues that they have, I mean, like, like from the horse's mouth. And some things are valid, some things may not be valid, have, most of which I can't even disclose mm-hmm. because it's internal and proprietary, but at least they're able to get, like, the direct feedback, like, from the, ho- like, not from, like, Twitter, yep. not from 7,000 users on on the roto grinders forums like being able to go like why don't why don't you know why don't we get on you know some type of video platform and you like walk me through exactly what this problem is because we've had had an had a pro- 
we have we haven't been able to replicate it or something. Sometimes it's like a one like a point one percent of the usership. Like they they there's not enough like like complaints about it, but it's a big one for a certain select group of people. Right. So like it's kind of that type of purpose. And there there's a, a bunch of people in this group or whatever. So we came out and we had some meetings and we were able to go and obviously hobnob at the live final and watch you know the baseball games and all that type of stuff but uh but yeah i mean there'll be more from DraftKings as far as what that entails when they like announce it or some i don't, I don't know what they're gonna do i have no clue <laughs> so like, like i'm not getting paid for it or anything and like i don't work for DraftKings, and uh i'm still myself so like understand that in talking to people from DraftKings, like 98% of the words that come out of my mouth are this thing sucks and that thing sucks. <laughs> and this thing could be worked better. Why can't you do it this way? Why can't, and, but at least maybe now I get reasons right? or get like, maybe we are working on that. Maybe we aren't. Maybe we find, maybe we're actually planning on this other thing that'll make that other thing useless, but you'll see in the future and you know, that type of thing. So I hope, and I think I think all the people in the group are going to be like publicly known. Mm-hmm. So it's the type of thing. Well, that if they if DraftKings screwed up, like don't complain to me because most oh, of you're the time, definitely getting the complaints. What I but most of the complaints Please I pass agree this with this complaint along. That's yeah, but it's get. the same. But it's the same thing. Trust me. Trust me. Like the 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 amount of things in a, in a productive way. It's not it's not like, oh, everything's OK. And we, we like being here. Thank you for putting us up in a hotel. It's like, no, we're meeting. And I'm like, oh, so you're the guy that sucks. <laughs> so like and then it's it's that type of thing. So right. I I hope I could be a good representative, especially in soccer, where I'm like I was like the only person that plays soccer. So I may, maybe we'll get maybe we'll get bigger MLS contests. <laughs> not if you're asking. Um, Probably not. <laughs> yeah. How many people were there? Twelve. Uh, ten. Ten. So, I mean, that's a probably an appropriate soccer representation. Right. Probably more. More. Actually, it's probably two representatives. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Huh. Uh, so you encouraged about what they're doing? Yes. Okay. Well, that's um, good. I mean, if if I say anything moderately nice. That that's a huge compliment. That's right. Because most of the time it's like I'm saying negative things. I'm like, okay, they did it adequately, and that's like, okay, that's a compliment. Mm-hmm. But I mean, truthfully, a lot of the stuff that I met about, know about, talked about, is things that I can't. I mean, sure, I signed a non-disclosure agreement, yep. so I can't say anything at all, or sometimes like. The reasons that they give, like they may or may not have data mm-hmm. that yep. shows otherwise true what they're doing, you know, like that type of, I can't, I wouldn't be able to say yep, that's like fine. the exact things when I may know, I may understand, you know, they may give a reason and people may think it's BS and maybe it isn't, or maybe they know it is but they're working to fix something mm-hmm. or something or something or other. Mm-hmm. They're a bigger company now than they were three years ago. Sure. So maybe things kind of take a little bit more time to, to get done and develop and get out there. Uh, my last question about your trip. Um, how was Burnbach? 
Ah, uh, yes. I, 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 I only saw him on the, on the first day, uh, right after, obviously, the two were Charleston goals, so he was happy. Oh, so he was a good mood, yeah. Right, but, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I let him know that uh, if any point during when I'm in New York City, that if there's a problem with, uh, you know, incorrectly awarded tackle one, uh, that I'm going to be knocking on his hotel room. <laughs> Since he's definitely the guy who deals with that. Right, which he isn't. Right. But, I mean... But he takes it every all in stride. He he understands. But he's a soccer guy, so he 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 gets it mm-hmm. right. And he read and he reads the four. I mean, the, most most of what what people think that DraftKings doesn't listen. But I mean, I think they listen a lot. Of, whether or not they act appropriately on that information is another story. Right. But they, they they're in tune with the player community enough. Like like in hanging out with Burnback, like he knows all the soccer guys. Like it's not it's it's not the type of thing where, like this is, this is kind of like these people's lives. So like if you play something regularly enough, it's like oh they at least know players' usernames and and who they are and valid concerns. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean Burnback is Burnback in real life or whatever. I mean, Twitter Burnback is real life Burnback. I I I think no no I think real life Burnback is is a little bit more edgy. Oh okay. Okay, that's fair. Uh, anything else from this weekend? I mean, I did fine on Sunday, I guess. Oh, I didn't. I barely played Sunday. Um, oh, you barely played Sunday? Yeah. I mean, I just tried to avoid the late game as much as possible, not knowing who's going to be in, yeah. and everyone being very heavily priced. So it's like just plugging. Sal- I mean, I got burned by Mane. Yeah. I didn't realize he was going to be thirty-eight percent owned in cash, but Crazy. I mean, knowing that, I mean, I, I mean, I played JBG and Salah and. And I'm my the, the the guy that helped me out the most was thirty eight hundred dollars for Southampton. He got seven and a half points. Lamina? That's right. Mm-hmm. Four percent owned in cash, but he got seven and a half points and it allowed me to pay up and get like Milner and both and like like the both uh Liverpool fullbacks, mm-hmm. like that type of thing. It's like I need like, no midfielders on this slate yeah. that I want to pay for unless they're on like Arsenal or Man United or Man uh, Man City. And I don't know who's going to play. Like, do I want to play Mares at 8,300? Do I want to? I mean, I don't know who's going to be in. And it's two good teams against each other. I mean, Man City is a much better team than Arsenal, I think. But it's still enough so that, like, I like JBG's floor no matter what in this game against Southampton. Yeah. And James Ward-Prowse wasn't in. So it's like, I don't know who's taking set pieces for this team. Yep. It could be Redmond. It could be Armstrong. It could be Bertrand. So I wasn't necessarily prioritizing a Southampton player. Even though I like who do I I took Bertrand, mm-hmm. uh, but like I cared more about Burnley. It's like I'll take JBG and then just like give me all the Liverpool. I don't want any of West Ham or whatever. But Salah scored, Mane scored two, but I mean he wasn't high enough owned in cash to to kill me. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then you know Man City, uh, all the stuff that happened in the Man City game. I mean we're you know it affected me in GPP, but I mean I was primarily playing cash anyway. Yep. So I mean that. That went fine. I mean, it was, it's a Sunday three-game slate, so with the one late game, with the like, how do you, if if the Man City Arsenal game was one of the earlier games, I think those players would have been slightly more owned. I agree, but not knowing the front three, you know, Aguero's going to be in. Yep. But it's like, do you do you take Bernardo? Do you take Gun, even Gundogan? I mean, depending on the pricing, I I didn't figure Sterling would play, but he started. Yep. So like. Who the hell knows? Is Sané going to be? We, 
And I knew De Bruyne wasn't going to play, so I didn't have to plan for that. Mm-hmm. So it's like, who do I take? I don't really like anyone in comparison to like Berger Munson, who's the person I have to sacrifice because I'm not sacrificing Salah for anyone. And then I can't play all three together. I can't play an 8K Man City player with those two without like punting at defender. And there's no punt defenders because I want right. like Trent Alexander-Arnold. I want a Southampton fullback. I mean, I didn't mind taking one Burnley fullback, but I didn't want to take both yep. and Joe Hart. Right. So, so I'm like, okay, they're decent son. I mean, it, it, it wasn't tears. That's but, why I didn't play. Right. Did they even have tears? I don't think so. Right. See, see, that's why you sat out. Maybe, yeah. maybe that's what I should tell DraftKings. More tears for Andrew. That's right. That's right. Just for you. Right. Yeah. I can beat myself and they can just take the rake. Right. They would love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Genius. All right. Uh, if you want to follow up with Jordan on Twitter, you can find him at Blenderhead. That's Blender HD. He's willing to take any complaints you have about DraftKings, and he will, I'm sure, get them all fixed. Uh, you can find me at Rotowire Andrew. Um, thank you to Starting Eleven for sponsoring this podcast, and we will be back on Thursday to talk about next Saturday's Premier League slate. Slate, Jordan. Good luck getting home. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.